Welcome to episode two of Juiced Balls, the only baseball fantasy podcast. I'm your host, Brad Johnson, and joining us today is Nate Green. Nate, why don't you do the thing where you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, uh, hello, Brad. It's a pleasure to be here on the second episode of the only baseball fantasy podcast. And uh, yeah, I uh, just like your first guest, Nick, I am a writer for Rotoballer. That's my baseball gig. Uh, and I've got a few other things. Well, really, one other thing. I'll sorry about chess. That's the short answer. <laughs> cool. I, I have absolutely no questions I can ask you about chess. I know <laughs> not even enough to get anywhere. The, the queen is the best piece. Uh-huh. I understand. That, very good, yes. <laughs> uh, so I've heard that you're also known for making Sporkle quizzes. Uh, please do explain. <laughs> yeah, Sporkle.com, a trivia website. Um, I was much I've, Most of my activity there is between 2009 and 16. I've kind of slowed up lately. Yeah, it's basically a time passer. Yeah, I'm actually the cure. They call it curator for Major League Baseball over there, and that's a voluntary position, and you basically uh, pick the best quizzes. Um, but yeah, my subjects, I've done a lot of history in baseball and football and things like that uh, over there. Uh, yeah, so if you want to check out sporkle.com and then uh, slash user slash HSC, or that's been my name and i i'll lay back to the chess thing um it was not intentional that it comes out hsc or someone found that out independently so i've started using that too okay and i also hear you have a ebook about quarterbacks uh want to tell us a little bit about that plug it a bit yeah sure uh if you go to mvqb.blogspot.com you will get um some sample chapters and yeah what i did was uh after the Falcons blew that Super Bowl against the Patriots and gave Brady his fifth ring. Um, I got in a bit of a writing mode. What the book is, though, is uh, I go through every season from 51 to 2016 and identify who I thought was the best quarterback in the league that year. All right. And uh, so it looks like that could be found on Amazon via Kindle right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just an, it's $2.99. Uh, or actually, if you have the Kindle Unlimited uh, plan anyway, I do get compensated if you just, even if you just, I think they just, they see what pages you've read. And so even if you just skim through that, if you have the unlimited thing, then I, that even that's useful. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I'll put that in the, uh, the show notes to the link to the ebook. And, sure. Uh, and hopefully I'm working slash working sort of on a paperback edition. Cause I come to find out after releasing the ebook that apparently people do like paperbacks as well so uh, that would be updated for the through the last season look for that in august or so awesome okay well i i think we know who you are now in, in a general sense uh, are, are you ready for us to observe your very soul i mean we can talk about the rotoballer stuff too if you want okay you, you want to talk about rotoballer <laughs> let's talk about rotoballer uh, <laughs> i mean that's that's the one. That's the one thing where people will see me already. Might recognize me, maybe. Yeah, well, let's plug that in. Yeah, I'll be. This will be my second year covering Nationals news. So basically, when someone gets hurt or has a huge game, I'll tell you the fantasy impact of that. Last year, I wrote uh, the cut list uh, players to cut. So those are the my two jobs there. Have you had any run-ins with Nick in his new role as editor? Uh, I've not. They they it's it's nice. They have a <clears throat> pretty hands-off uh, edit editing. Basically, if you show up and do what they've asked, then they're not going to bug you. So that's nice. Uh, that's that jibes from when I was working with them too. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, so I, I think we're probably about ready to get rolling with the the main main theme of the episode, which is new new news. Uh, but first, a brief commercial break. This show is sponsored by me, Baseball A Team. Uh, the show is self-sponsored. Uh, you can support this podcast, learn more about fantasy baseball, and join our active Discord community by visiting patreon.com slash baseballateam. Again, that's patreon.com slash baseballateam. You can also find me on Twitter at baseballateam. That is one word, baseballateam. Uh, and if you like the show, please leave us a five-star review on your podcasting app of choice. Welcome back. You're listening to Juiced Balls. I'm Brad Johnson. We're joined by Nate Green. Uh, are you ready for Juiced Balls, Nate? Let's juice some balls. Excellent. I, I'm going to ask sense. you a series of scenario-based questions. Uh, that's that's the name of the game here. And our first topic is always apocalypse. Uh, here we go. It's the Marte Parte. It's raging in the Arizona desert. You've been asked to set the guest list, and the Diamondbacks are already there. Who else are you inviting to the party? Yeah, I actually tweeted about this, um, trying to reference uh, Jeff Goldblum, I believe, in Jurassic Park, where uh, hopefully they've not been too busy asking if they could acquire this much Marte uh, to ask whether they should. Who else am I inviting? Well, sounds like oh, Jeff other... Goldblum. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. So we're just, I'm thinking of other – there are no really other – Martes, I can think of. I'm not even that big of a Jeff Goldblum fan. It's just a reference that occurred to me. Oh, well, we can <laughs> yeah. leave him in the. We can leave him in a corner somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. Or something. <laughs> I do like the portrayal of him. I think it was uh, David Duchovny on the uh, Saturday Night Live Celebrity Jeopardy. Um, Trebek. They show a picture. They show Trebek holds up a hammer, and Goldblum thinks it's like a stock from the uh, old days where they. Anyway, <laughs> oh, I'll bring. Um, What's up, uh, Young Hyun Kim up to these days? I don't know, but let's find out. I know that would ruin the vibe, but maybe that's the point. <laughs> yeah, it can't hurt. They did. They did win that anyway. And maybe to bring in some other news, maybe Chris Bryant needs some cheering up. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Okay, so so we're bringing in Young Hyun Kim, Chris Bryant, and a bunch of Diamondbacks. Jeff, seems to be the, and Jeff and Jeff, and Jeff Yes, of course, of course. Uh, and and. And this is terrible news. You've just heard that Moby has dropped out, and now you're the DJ. Uh, so hit us with a tight oh five-song set list. Oh, God. Uh, well, I've always said that if I, the in the classic question about uh, walk-up music, I've always said that I would do the um, the synth loop intro uh, to Babbo O'Reilly by The Who. So we can throw that in there, the whole song, this for this context. We can do it. Let's see. Extreme Ways by Moby, the reminder that of who just ditched us or reneged on his. That's very generous of you. All right, so yeah. that, that's two of five. Yeah. So this is at a party in Arizona. Uh, well, next door to Arizona, this would this is another way to just get get people on edge, maybe. But uh, right next door is New Mexico, and uh, <laughs> I've always been a big Weird Al fan, and so he has this eleven minute song Albuquerque. So we'll throw that in there. <laughs> All right. Not, not really. A, see, three songs so far, none of which are actually dance tunes, and let's keep that going. <laughs> Make it one. Just emphasize how 
bad this party might be. Gotta get a CCR song in there, though. I'm not sure which one. First CCR song comes to mind, gotta get them in there, would be uh, Green River. Uh, Nate, Nate, I have to interrupt yeah. you. Uh, demons wearing Dodgers jerseys have beset the Marte party. Uh, they're killing the guests. Uh, Jeff Goldblum's been drowned in the punch bowl. Uh, Fair enough. They, they can be vanquished, but only by striking them out. Uh, which pitcher do you call upon to strike out the side? And remember, they do need to be present. Oh, so this is the first time I've regretted Patrick Corbin moving from Arizona to Washington. Should have invited him. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very good at parties. Wow, is Robbie Ray still there? Yeah, I really Robbie, should know these Robbie things. Robbie Ray as a is still there, person. but uh, <laughs> I, I, ha- I have to inform you, he, he just died. Uh, you're going to have to fix someone else. Uh, as long as hopefully they don't die too. Oh, boy, I should I should know more people on the, on the Diamondbacks. I can tell you the entire roster for Washington and even some pitchers on other teams. Gallon? Yeah, yeah, Gallon ran away. Yeah, I want to, who, who else do you got? I'm, I'm, well, I'm going to test your your diamond yeah. technology. <laughs> yeah, it's fair enough. Obviously, I it's too. I already bought into the premise that it's only the current Diamondbacks that are there by asking if I could invite Kim. So I guess Johnson and Schilling and all those guys are out. They're, they're pretty decrepit anyway when it comes to throwing these. Uh, Randy Johnson, I'm sure. Could they? I mean, it's either what's it's either strike out the side or die, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so I, I think Johnson will be able to work the adrenaline up. And the people who are attacking, they're 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 actually good hitters or what? Well, they're they're demons, so I don't know that do uh, they play. So they sort of like baseball where they're from. They might be terrible. <laughs> they might be great. Sort of, so it's basically a Space Jam thing going on then. Well, they did that. They stole the the identities. So so yeah, if I can turn it around, who are let's say suppose it's a Space Jam incident. Who are the three hitters that they've stolen the abilities of? Well, I, I think it's probably both Martes and uh, let's just say Josh Rojas because he seems to have been buried under the, the Marte pile. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm even more convinced that if 50-whatever-year-old Randy Johnson is there, that he'll be fine. Now I need to get – now I don't have even – even now if I knew the pitchers, I wouldn't have inside info on who knows how to attack who in that clubhouse. Yeah, basically this comes down to I made a very bad error in not – well, I guess I guess since I is, – is Kim still alive or is he gone? Yeah, Kim's still around. You, yeah, you got Kim. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's it's too late to regret having not invited Randy Johnson. So uh, All right, yeah, I guess young young Kim is the call. Uh, so so you and Carson Kelly have a moment to offer him some advice before you hand him the ball. What do you say? I say you should have spent this time looking up who the Diamondbacks pitchers are, so you can pick a better one than the guy who's been retired for twenty years. Maybe that's it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm sure he's feeling pretty confident after that pep talk. And, uh, yeah, he, <laughs> well, he, he proceeds to give up a walk-off home run. Uh, so that, that's it to that scenario. <laughs> he, yeah, I think he lost. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, the the first mistake was asking me to create a guest list. And the second mistake was asking for a set list. And apparently the third mistake was me introducing myself to the guests at the party so I would know. Who to pick? Yeah, you got in this situation. <laughs> you got to walk the floor a bit. All right, so it's time to switch scenarios. Like, oh God, they just signed Bumgarner anyway. Yeah, they did <laughs> sign Bumgarner. You, you had you have some good choices with the Diamondbacks. You just need to pull up the roster. Uh, so anyway, time to switch scenarios. Over in Cincinnati, uh, it seems like they have a few outfielders these days. You are Nick Senzel's publicist slash guru, uh, now ostracized by the Reds. He's asked you to select a new career for him. What do you recommend 
So he's just been off they're they're just not gonna they're just gonna throw him in a cage somewhere and not even gonna trade him. Yeah, I mean that the, they don't have a use for him. No one wants to trade enough bother making a move, so he's just kind of in limbo and he's decided that it's time for a new career. Well, he sounds like he needs a pep talk too, like the in the last incident if he's gonna can, quit. Can that it be easily. as good as the pep talk you gave Young Young Kim? Uh, if I'm not the one doing it, maybe. I don't know. Oh, I should have told him not to for just to forget about Jeter and all those guys. Anyway, <laughs> it's more on the theme of how bad I would be at a, as a pep talker. I guess he could. Is he is he done completely with baseball or just with the Reds? Well, so baseball, you, you can't really escape your contract unless you play through all those years. So he's kind of stuck. He could maybe leave for a foreign league if you want to recommend that, uh, or you know he can retire. Yeah, well, I was just. He could go back to coach at Tennessee. I don't know. Maybe they need some help. Or maybe he could learn how to – Yeah, he could be a surgeon. How about that? And repair his own shoulder? I don't know. <laughs> okay. We can we can either have him coaching or doing surgery. I, I like this range of <laughs> options. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're, we're, reasonable we're right. done with that topic. That was a one-off quick one. Question number three, moving right along. Uh, imagine Rotoballer unabashedly manipulated your service time to gain an extra year of blog control. Uh, your agent suggests you file a grievance, even though it's a futile gesture. What do you do? Well, file a grievance, and then, well, we haven't heard him complain about it, but, well, he probably isn't even allowed to. He's probably just going to have to eat it and leave when at his earliest opportunity for a better organization, although it seems like pretty much the... Yankees and Dodgers and Nats are the only three teams that, well, not the Dodgers even, like, there's almost nobody spending, but what was the question again? <laughs> uh, it, it was what you would, what would you do about uh, this, this grievance opportunity? Oh, that's right. Uh, so yeah. you, you filed, you, you, you've lost the grievance, I have to inform you. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what, what's going through your mind? What are you feeling? How do you react to this? So I'm tr- I need to be in the mode where this has happened to me as opposed to, yeah. Yes. Feel it. Feel it with empathy. Yeah, I mean, there's not much more than you can do in a situation like that except move on. But Yeah, yeah, that's, that's uh... very magnanimous of you. Uh, <laughs> so, so while you're cooling off from this grievance, Rotoballer has offered you a $15 per post contract extension. Do you take it? Do you renegotiate? Do you tell them to piss off? Well, off the record, back on the record, I guess I, I just take it and move on. I mean, obviously, could we could we make this a hypothetical where I write for someone else? Yeah, yeah, you can you can shop your talents <laughs> elsewhere uh, instead. Just, just like Chris it, Bryant it, can wait, wait two years and go to free agency, so can yeah. you? <laughs> no, it's it's just awkward to actually have a to be. It's kind of like on that line between hypothetical and actually related to stuff. Um, <laughs> I've I've made it too real for you. <laughs> yeah, I think so. All right, sorry, Rotoballer. We we meant I'm, no no offense here. <laughs> I yeah, I am entirely on board. Nate, Nate Nate's a good little employee. Don't take it out of him. <laughs> take it out of me. You're you're no longer employee. <laughs> all right, all right. Let, let's let's move along to the last question. R- Rob Manfred's gone missing. He, he does this. Woohoo! Uh, a mysterious note has been left on his desk, and it reads: "Fix baseball or else." Only you can step in to save today. What are the steps you take to fix baseball? I have something for this. Um, <laughs> you you were prepared for this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is the one question that um, is a repeat from last time, so I thought maybe 
Yeah, uh, I'm a fan of a National League team, uh, but uh, I am pro, 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 pro DH. So let's just get that in there now. I know it sounds like it's going to come shortly, a couple years or so, and that'll be fine with me. It's not too much of a loss. I actually wrote a community blog post on this like three years ago for Fangraphs, the community blog, um, about yeah how pitchers with a negative VRC plus, and it's just terrible to watch. And yeah, so that's step one. Um, and that's my <laughs> prepared answer. Um, other stuff, well, I mean, I think the game itself is actually fine. I And... I'm not one for strong opinions, so basically I just follow the, or in this case I've been I've been following what people are saying, and yeah, the whole minor league thing, keep the minor leagues. I agree with. I think it was Calcareta was tweeting about how it's uh, they're too obsessed with the top top level and they're not paying any attention to what going on underneath the surface and to sustain sustainability does not seem to be one of their big concerns. No, no, that is not a a key strength of the Manfred-led MLB. Obviously, commissioners represent owners, so maybe you force like a Mark Cuban into the league somehow. Is it a uh, unilateral power here? (laughs) Uh, To to an extent. I mean, if you you go too far, the the owners are going to get in the way, but uh, there, there there should be some balance between the commissioners and the owners. Uh, obviously, the commissioner is representing the owners, but at the same time, he is also representing their interests, not just what they're telling them yeah. they, they want. Uh, yeah, well, in theory. In theory, of course. <laughs> yeah, everything's in theory. Like, in theory, I would know the Diamondbacks roster better than I do. <laughs> or I would have be able to think to actually just go to see it. Uh, anyway, yeah, so I do feel strong. I, most National League fans, you say that you like the DH because you like hitters who can actually hit. Uh, they get mad. Yeah, I, I, I will admit I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum, but mm-hmm. it, I think it's more just like a volume of baseball I've watched. I I really, like, I just want to see something that's, like, unusual and uncommon, and I'll take a billion bad mm-hmm. pitcher at-bats to get that one Michael Lorenzen bunt turned into home run. <laughs> play or Bartolo going yard one time in his career like that's I'll take all of the pain in the world to to get those few moments so I I know that it's probably not a reasonable or supportable argument but that's how I feel it's it's like a a joy of soul thing for me Uh and like yeah I like watching DHs but also the the current meta your, your DHs are mostly utility guys who aren't interesting anyway yeah. uh, you're, you're probably looking at an average WRC plus of like 100 to 105 from the DH so I think it's it was obviously minus ni- I think the pitchers are at minus 19 yeah it's obviously a huge difference but <laughs> yeah. at the same time it, it, you're just adding a guy you're not adding David Ortiz to every team well, sure, I don't have that illusion, but uh, I mean, if it's the idea is to make the product as good as possible, you need you want decent hitters. Plus, I think I wrote that right after Scherzer was got hurt running the bases. Yeah, uh, every so, time yeah, a pitcher he, gets hurt on the bases, that that's a a new wave of of articles yeah. calling for the the DH. My, my favorite yeah. was when Tanaka strained both hamstrings running to home play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're being I've paid never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could go to them. He's like, I'm being paid to use 
Well, I don't use the hammies to pitch, but uh, yeah, it's like I'm not being paid to run around. I'm being paid to throw a baseball. But yeah, so I mean, I, I just that's just the opinion I've come to over the years. I do get the other side. This I'm sure that I also don't buy the strategic side, but that wasn't part of your argument, and I don't think it would be. Maybe I might be wrong, but yeah, yeah. So um, the, the yeah. strategic stuff's fine, whatever. Like I, I play OOTP uh, out of the park, uh-huh. and uh, it it makes that game a lot more fun. Uh, when you're when you're just pressing sim 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 like to play through the game, uh-huh. uh, having to actually think about like your moves and uh, substitutions adds a lot more to uh-huh. it. Uh, but in, in terms of real baseball, it's just six of one, half a dozen of another, in my opinion. Yeah, I used to do MVP two thousand five, and they had a sim mode, and usually I just. Well, back then I wasn't as enlightened as I am now, and so I would keep the pitcher in. I do like complete games, and actually a DH will help, I think, produce more of those than fewer. Yeah, um, theoretically it should help a little bit. Yeah, because I, I mean, it's always, some managers get it more than others now, but it's pretty much, if you're on the fence between pinch hitting or letting the pitcher hit, it's almost certainly you want to uh, pinch hit. Well, but, look uh, at the Brewers. They've been hugely successful just pinch hitting in the fourth inning. Like, just every opportunity to throw a pinch hitter in there, do it. Yeah. There's also, if they, if you, let's, uh, they've already jumped the everyday roster from 25 to 26. Mm-hmm. Let's make it, the, uh, what is it, and then it goes up to 28 in September. Yeah. Yeah, for, I mean, if you make it 28, and then move the DH to the NL, then uh, Ryan Zimmerman can play forever. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. National. Yeah, uh, signing his $2 million deal. Basically, it doesn't matter because he knew what his situation was, but still, like, world's worst negotiator. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, he's getting, what, it's like a, he's guaranteed $10 million when he retires as, like, consulting fees, so... Oh, I have actually haven't heard that. I just know that he's. It, it was yeah. from his last contract. Uh, uh, yeah, I think they kept it in then. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it's he, just he, too, he, too he did long. it right the last time around. <laughs> yeah, this time it's just like I'm. I'm not leaving. I'm either retiring. Was it? He said he's either going to golf or play with the Nationals. Sounds like. So anyway, um, uh, he he's doing all right yeah. for himself. Uh, yes. Yeah, I actually got into a conversation the other day about taking less money to help them spend elsewhere on the team so you can have a chance at championships, but you actually have to trust the owner to do that. That's the hard part. Right. And uh, most of them are want to give you less money so that they can – it's the whole billionaires versus millionaires thing. Anyway. Yeah, I, I think you can, as an owner, make that argument if you're deferring money, uh, but just deleting it entirely from the contract, I don't know why a player would ever <laughs> believe you. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to side for less. You can move it into 2028 if you want, but... Yeah, well, that's become the Nats thing, and yeah. uh, if a player will take that, it's obviously useful. Yeah, they, they, they keep trying, though. They, they, they spend their money, and even though they're one of the worst-off teams in terms of uh, media contracts... and yeah, the worst-off team. And they, they also have a, a nice pipeline of young guys uh, who should help support their continued attempts. So uh, Nationals are in yeah, pretty it, decent shape. I wish, yeah, they are. I wish they were better at developing pitchers. But it seemed, it, it's actually kind of interesting. It seems like there's actually the philosophical idea is 
they've seemed to have fully bought into there's no such thing as a pitching prospect because they just they'll just sign an established free agent and whatever 28 or 32 or however old he is but they know that as long as he stays on the diamond that he's actually valuable yeah, and then they've, they're they've had some good fortune on. with that hopefully the Strasburg contract continues that yeah like I said I wish they were better at at some time sometimes I wish they were better at the pitching side than they've had Soto and well Robles and Soto to do it chronologically and then uh Key Boom Garcia so they always have like one one or two guys and then yeah they just go and sign go out and sign the pitchers well it seems like your your plan uh with this Manfred scenario is pretty heavily invested on the DH moving to the NL. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and I, uh, also a digression about the Nationals, <laughs> just talking yeah, about I, them, uh, which is fine. Uh, we we might be in or else territory if whoever left this mysterious note thinks that the DH shouldn't be uh, in uh, NL, yeah. but screw them. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out what or else is later, right? Yeah, I should have gotten ideas for this at the party. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well I, I think that's our show for today. Uh, I want to thank all the listeners for joining us. And as always, please give a five-star review on your podcasting platform of choice. Uh, please also visit patreon.com slash baseball A-team uh, to learn more about our fantasy baseball community. You can find more from Nate at rotoballer.com. He covers the nationals as well as other fantasy topics. Look for one to two articles a week from him. You can also find him on Twitter at HSCER. You've been listening to Episode 2 of Juiced Balls. If you'd like to learn more about the show, please visit us at patreon.com slash baseballateam. You can also find me on Twitter at baseballateam. And last but not least, we are looking for a show producer, uh, perhaps someone who can point us in the direction of some nice audio files, uh, or any other tips for podcasting production. <laughs>